0: Your number one worry about the Steelers as they go into Buffalo. And I'm being specific here. I'm talking about facing the Bills. First game, on the road, good team, the whole deal. What's your number one worry? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey, and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of penguins and pirates right where you found this. A week from today, we'll be so close to kickoff that you'll be able to smell the beef and whack drifting its way down I-90 from Buffalo into Orchard Park, New York. And between now and then, we're going to have discussions and debates about this matchup and that matchup and this player and that player, and I'll throw out a handful here myself. What about the Steelers' secondary against Stephon Diggs? Remember, that matchup didn't go particularly well for the visitors last year. Certainly not in the second half when the Bills remembered that he was on the team and began throwing everything freaking pass his direction. Do you put Joe Hayden on him? Do you double him? Do you chip him? What do you do? What do you do? That'll be a fun thing to talk about. How about Josh Allen versus the Steelers front? Allen loves to run the ball, loves to keep it, loves to go piling through the line. Can't do that against Pittsburgh. He found that out. He found that out. He went nowhere when he was trying that kind of stuff in these teams previous meeting. But who knows? Maybe the Bills will look at Alex Highsmith as a shortcoming instead of, you know, what he actually was, was the Steelers' best player in all summer forms on the defensive side of the ball this year. How about Najee Harris against the Bills revamped defensive front, which is where they spent almost all of their off-season capital, just piling up defensive guys for the front. They went from a team that was top three defensively two years in a row to 17th last year, and their focus was all right there. They aren't going to allow it to happen again. So that's fun. Najee Harris versus a rebuilt front. That's cool too. Ben going after the secondary. All that's, you know – That's all good stuff. And it doesn't mean a thing next to the only factor that's really in play here. The only one. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when, how, where, and when. You do this learning, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, whether it's a flexible hybrid format. Find out more at pointpark.edu. Again, that's pointpark.edu. It's all about the offensive line. It just is. It just is. If you don't think the Bills, from their perspective, are going to have their Figurative ears pinned back. And sending the house on every snap at this group. Then you're way too hopeful. Way too hopeful. The left tackle is a fourth round rookie, Dan Moore. Had a really nice camp never seen anything like this in his life. The left guard is Kevin Dotson, has four NFL starts to his name. All four of those starts went well. Not going to compare to this. The center is Kendrick Green, third round rookie, never seen anything like this in his life. The right guard is Trey Turner. This will be kind of old hat for him, but he stands alone in this category. And the right tackle is Chooks Okorafor, who you would like to put into the Turner category, except that Chooks didn't have much of a camp. He wasn't very good at either tackle, which is why he was moved back to the right side, because at least he spent 15 games at that position last year. This is everything. This is everything. And they know it. They know it. All of them know it. Here's what Moore had to say on the subject earlier this week. 100 percent. I mean um, as far as I'm concerned the team is going to go as, as far as this O-line goes at least in offense. Um, so I mean we put the pressure on our backs and that's the way it should be. Keep our quarterback clean and keep our running back in yards. All of the eyes are on them. All of them. And it's not even just going to be a Pittsburgh Buffalo thing. When you're talking about the National Football League, you're talking about eyes from everywhere. There is such a thing as the football world, but on Sundays, the whole world is the football world, at least on this side of the planet. There's a lot of pressure on these guys. And the one most soothing thing I could possibly offer to you about this situation is this. Mentally, poise-wise, these guys very much seem up to it. I don't know how I can put that to you in words that'll translate what it is that I have in my head whenever I interacted with these guys or watched how they are between drills. But there's a very, very real confidence there. I asked Dotson about it the other day. Asked him, where does it come from? I think it comes from Clem. Uh, you know, he, he kind of instilled that in us, that that's going to be our mindset, that we're going to be the reason we win. We're going to be the reason that everybody else is, uh, you know, thriving. And, like, why receivers have to do their job, we have to do our job. Why while receivers can't get their stuff done and we don't get our stuff done? So we, we're kind of for the whole team. Wow. Well, you know what? Go get them, fellas. Go get them. Because I'll tell you what. If this group, if these five dudes manage to have a really good, solid sound, not necessarily spectacular, but just, you know, NFL average game up there in Buffalo... Man, the sky's the limit for this offense and for this football team, regardless of what the outcome is against the Bills. When we come back, just one question. time for Just One Question, as always brought to you on this program, by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbin, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been AV-rated. That is the highest rating a law firm can receive for legal ability and ethics in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Learn more at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. Today's question comes from Jacob who asks, what is going on with TJ? It's starting to look like they brought Melvin Ingram in in case TJ isn't available Steelers Nation starting to get really worried. Tell me something good, my brother, please. He puts it in all capital letters. <laughs> Jacob, they're going to sign him, man. They're going to sign him. And actually, I do feel the need to repeat this regularly. And I'll apologize in advance to those of you who have heard it from me a few times already. TJ's going to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers this season unconditionally that's that's not a a thing that's in this equation here tj is signed for the coming year what the steelers and the player have been trying to work out has been a long-term extension that goes beyond this season so they don't have to approach a 2022 with tj as a lame duck that's it he's signed and you know what If they wanted to, if the Steelers wanted to be like tough guys about this, they could let T.J. play out this year, and then they could stamp him with the franchise tag the following year. So they don't have to do any of this. T.J.'s options in that event would be play for the Steelers or, you know, don't play and lose prime years out of his career. So the Steelers are holding the cards here. There's no threat of TJ not playing. He's not nuts. He's not Le'Veon Bell, and I would hope that his agent isn't as dumb as Le'Veon Bell's agent was. Melvin Ingram was brought in, since you raised his name, to give the Steelers a good, solid... Number three, to work through the rotation. You're going to see in Buffalo a lot of number eight on the field. And yes, believe it or not, a linebacker is wearing number eight for the Steelers. Ingram will line up on either side, and he'll occasionally line up on the inside. When he lines up on the inside... Have your antennas raised the whole way up because you will love what follows. He finds a way to penetrate and blow things up from there. You're going to see a lot of Ingram. Backup outside linebacker in the Steelers' defense really doesn't exist because there is a heavy rotation. TJ and Alex will both come off the field. And Ingram will play. And I could, you know, with TJ having sat out the team portions of a training camp, I could see a scenario where Ingram plays quite a bit, maybe a little bit more than expected against the Bills. But I can tell you right now that's not going to be a bad thing. Guy's a good player. Has nothing to do with TJ's contract situation. He will be signed. He will be signed, Jacob. You can lowercase your all caps for the weekend. Save the all caps for like, I don't know, next Wednesday or Thursday. about that? I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do this again Monday leading up to real live football.